in Park City, Utah, and I'm wrapping up a couple nights off where we've been just laying low, relaxing here at the Pendry Hotel. We head out here to play tonight in Salt Lake City. I'm on tour with Caitlin Smith, and yesterday I was introduced to a friend of hers named Thad Beatty. Caitlin was doing a stripped-down acoustic set, and I found myself in conversation with Thad, and I instantly found myself feeling like a kindred spiritness with him because Thad is a killer musician. He's best known for his time playing in the band Sugarland, uh, but his curiosity far outstretches beyond the edges of music. And currently he finds himself with uh, his feet in two worlds. He finds his feet in the world of still doing music, but also in the world of branding and marketing and partnering with businesses like the Pendry Hotel here. And we ended up talking about the hotel business, specifically the service industry, like the relationship between hotels and guests. And I asked him, what's the difference between a four and five star hotel? And he went on to talk about how it's actually a standardized requirement. Uh, and it's put together by Forbes and they have a 500 point requirement system. And Forbes does all this training uh, with hotels to teach them what the point system looks like. And in the end, they send out like kind of like a secret shopper that goes in and takes in the entire hotel experience and then rates it. So he went on to say like 25% of this point system is is about presentation. So things like you sit down at a table, is your glass clean? Is there a chip on the table? Those kind of things. The rest, the rest 75% is all about service. So for example, like if you call a five-star hotel, you should not have to wait more than 30 seconds for them to offer to call you back if they're busy. Hey, we're getting slammed here. Can we give you a call back? Actually, even slammed, like that slang, uh, service industry staff at a five-star hotel are, isn't supposed to use slang. If you're at a five-star hotel and you order a drink, there's a specific time limit that you shouldn't have to wait longer than for your drink. So if you order a beer that's on tap, you shouldn't have to wait more than five minutes to get that beer. And I think it's seven minutes for a cocktail. And I can't remember what he said for a wine. Another part of the service side of it is their interactions with you. If a server or anyone on staff hears your name, after the first time they hear your name, they're required to remember it and call you by name. So like if someone came back to the table and they called me Ron instead of Rob, that would be a point deduction. And as I'm thinking about this this morning, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about my conversation with Thad and because of the way my, my freaking mind works and because of my understanding that what it means to live a curious life means to realize that all things are connected and that all things are not just about what they are on the surface, that but they there are things to be gleaned from every single interaction thing. And so I'm thinking about this, and I'm realizing like, man, okay, the difference between a four and a five star hotel really has a lot of similarities between what it means to be a four and a five star musician. Man, because that's a deal, right? Like that's one of the biggest confusions in music, I believe, is realizing what industry we're in. A lot of people specifically when I'm talking about backing musicians think, well, we're in the music industry. No, we're in the service industry. So I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about music. I'm thinking about like, okay, to go from a four-star bass player, performer to a five-star, like an A-list musician, I wonder if that's like a hotel where 25% is about the presentation, the thing you're doing, the actual playing. And I wonder if 75% of that is service. 
could I could hear that you were like recording. <laughs> no, get in here. No, not at all. No. Are they not? Yeah. Oh, because we're locked out. Yeah. I'm gonna finish this if this isn't too lame. So that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about this fact that oh, do you want to be a part of this? Okay, my buddy Alex, who's playing drums, just came back in the room. Uh and I want to bring you in on this. Let's do it. I'm talking about the four to five star musician. We were in. The, we were talking about that last night at the table over dinner. I'm to the point thinking about. I'm at this the point in my thought where I'm thinking about. Okay, you have the same things from. You have the service industry side with the hotel. All the things Thad said that takes a hotel from going to a four to five star. I now I'm trying to think like what takes a musician like in my life. Like, how can I go from a four to five star musician, right? Because that's the whole point, right? Like, I think, I think like the whole point of like the journey is like you're hopefully leveling up. Yeah. And I think like in your life, I'm wondering if there's anything either you have tried to implement in your life when it comes to leveling up to be that next star level of musician. Like, what do you, or that you've just seen, like, what takes someone from being a four-star drummer to like an A-level five-star drummer? Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess one thing that I focus on uh, before I even get music for the gig is I want to make sure that I'm responding to emails or texts in a timely fashion. Hell yes. Like, I was just talking about that, yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, Do you have rules? I I don't. I just I want to I want to respond as as quickly as I possibly can. And if that means shoot, I'm in a gig and I can't respond right away, so be it. But the next possible moment, I will respond. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Instead of going because the se- because the second you are, I th- I'm thinking about hotels and people that go to five star hotels expect certain things or have certain needs they're paying the money because they need or expect these certain things and artists that are hiring five-star musicians are booking like have timelines right i'm calling you for a gig that i need to fill and it's either a respectful thing on their to do that for their end to get back to them and also there's a chance they're going to move on if you don't respond quick enough well yeah and they've like you were just saying they have their own needs yeah that they have to that they have to meet whether it's confirming with a venue or whatever but also anybody just wants to feel like a priority whether it's like a like a professional setting or not yes and so if i can make somebody feel like a priority to me i think that's i think that's a i think that's like a next level move and so along with that dude i guess the next like five star thing is the preparation for the gig. Yeah. The time I'm spending uh, putting in listening time, putting in practicing time, charting time, whatever. I want I want the artist f- to feel like I, I'm taking their thing seriously. Yes. I want them to feel valued by me. Yes. And we were talking the other, the, a couple days ago, we were talking about even being on time. Yeah. Like showing up, okay, lobby calls at 1 p.m. You and I are going to get down there probably five minutes before that or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks Thanks to my mom, I'll be down there 15 minutes early. Is that really your mom thing? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. 
We were 15 minutes early to everything when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, everything. Dude, there's nothing that says screw you, screw your time, and screw your music like showing up unprepared mm-hmm. or showing up late. Yeah. I mean, it's a self-centered thing. It's like you're only thinking about yourself and your needs, and that's not a thing a lot of people want to surround themselves with. Yeah. Oh, man, that's so good. That is, that's actually the, that's actually the glue to all of this that I, I couldn't put words to is that, like Thad said, 25% about it is presentation. Presentation, yeah. And 75% is service. Mm-hmm. And service at the end of the day is literally just how you make someone feel. Exactly. Can you make someone feel like a VIP? Yeah. Because an artist wants that. Man, I feel like I remember hearing a story about, I thought it was a bass player that played with Prince. And every show that he played with Prince, he would personally show up with a towel, like a white towel and a Fiji water that he would break the seal on so it wasn't hard to open. And every time before the show, he would hand uh, Prince that. Well, the and towel sometimes, and the water. Yeah, and oftentimes, and I this is probably, I, I, this isn't confirmed, but I just remember hearing this story like years back. And sometimes even Prince would take like, a tiny sip of water and never touch it again mm-hmm. and move on. But it's just like that little detail that you make someone feel like a VIP. Dude, let's go, let's go the other direction with this. Yeah, give it to me. Um, a bass player, I don't think he ever actually played directly for Prince, but he was in that circle. Yeah. A bass player that I played one gig with, yeah. with a singer-songwriter. Um, showed up to the gig. This was one of those, like, no rehearsal. You just show up knowing, yeah. knowing the material. Yeah. You just do it. Yes. <clears throat> and um, he showed up. We jump on stage. We start playing. It is so clear that he has not listened to any of these songs even once. Jeez, yeah. And he's, like, a high-level musician. Yeah. In terms of ability and stature. <sighs> like, the highest level. Yeah. And because of that one moment, I don't ever want to play with him again. Yes. And I and I can assure you that the artist we were playing for will never have him back. Dude, because that is, that's the five-star thing, too. Because at a hotel, you don't walk in and the service uh, staff doesn't, like, size you up and go, oh, you're not, you're not one of our A-listers. We're right. going to treat you like shit. You walk into a five-star and it's like, we have decided... Everybody that walks through those doors is VIP. Man, have you ever gone to a hotel and they don't have your room ready? But they don't they don't even necessarily know it. You walk in and it's just like, wait, someone's like staying here. Oh, yeah, have 100%. You, yeah. And like, man, how jarring that is. Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, man, imagine that you are that artist and your, your you know, quote unquote room isn't prepared. Yeah. And we're on stage. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it in that moment. Totally. (laughs) There's nothing you can do. No. You're all screwed. (laughs) Like you are throwing every single one of the under the bus. Like because people out in the audience aren't gonna go, oh man, that you know, that bass player is no, it's like everybody looks bad. I don't know what's wrong, but they're not together. Right. So you're screwing everybody over. Mm -hmm. Dude, yes, even the hotel thing, uh here's what here's what I'm trying to do with the podcast too. I'm trying to spin it in that a lot of times when like we talk about these things, I think we talk about them in altruistic forms. What's well, the right thing to do because it's respectful for the artist. It's respectful to other people and it's just the right way. No, screw that. Like this is selfish. You, this benefits 
us 100%. to live this way. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Like screw like anybody else. If that if that's not even in your like basket of care, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's some of those other things, those intangibles that are like why I have a career. So yeah, I'm gonna keep doing those so I can continue having a yes, career. Totally. So yeah, it is kind of I mean, yeah, there's like this pseudo altruistic yes. thing. Like I do want the people I'm working for or hanging out with or whatever to feel valued. But it also ensures that I'm gonna have a place at the table. You know? Yes. Dude, and just like the he was saying how so uh like I was saying earlier, Forbes sends out the sh- secret shopper, essentially. Yeah, right. Dude, music's the same way, and every industry's the same way. You don't know. Like, if you start being, like, because your story about the bass player who mm-hmm. shows up and it's like, oh, I didn't put the time in. Dude, I've seen that so many times, and I've done that so many times in my career, like when I was younger. Like, not taking, like, like said, okay, this is a serious gig. I'm going to give it this attention. This one's not so serious. I'm going to give it this attention, mm-hmm. which is less. You don't know what artist is going to be like who's going to be there you don't know the secret shopper you don't know the one thing that the thing you're making this thing lands for this person and they end up doing more music or someone's there in the room and they see you just you at least for my career or just journey in life i've it's almost always been a surprise you never know who the secret shopper who's going to be the key to leveling you up in your career is right I think for me, the important thing is I want to figure out the standard I want to live at. And then just as much as I can not waver from that Mm -hmm. and not just constantly try to like figure out where people are on that level. But just like, I don't know, treat people like VIP. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Dude, hell yeah. Be a five-star restaurant (laughs) or a five-star hotel room. Oh, dude. Hell yeah. Be a, oh man. Am I giving a five star that like that question, like showing up to a gig. Am I, if I'm, am I giving this a five star level Mm -hmm. experience? Yeah. Dude, there's, I'd be, I'd be so much more successful if I've been doing that the whole time. Rob Morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life. At thecuriouspod.com, you'll find an archive of conversations recorded all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Rob is recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake and he's an idiot to attempt it but he won't budge. So that's where we're currently at. We hope you'll enjoy.